what's up what's up it's your boy uh k steel words of wisdom you know what it is so check it out i want to say thank you to everybody who taps in who uh give words of encouragement uh taps into my facebook sometime they dm me and let me know if it was good or not if they said hey you may be repeating yourself too much or I really enjoyed the topic, but thank you. Thank you for the listeners who is encouraging, who are um, who's just giving me that word of encouragement to continue to press forward. And they're also letting me know certain things they would like to talk about. So check this out. What is your brand saying to people? Right. So your brand, what is your brand? A brand is some kind of identifying mark or product or a person style dress how you speak, emotional stability, etc. What is your brand saying to people? When I was a kid, um, we always had certain individuals that kind of hung out around the house. And uh, one guy in particular, he kind of stayed in his car. Eventually, my mom felt bad for the guy and she let him stay in her house. He had been literally on our block in his car for I don't know how long. He was a diabetic uh, a little guy too, probably about five. Um, I'm, I don't want to offend nobody when I say little guy. I'm six five, so this guy was about five one, five foot even, and he would stay in this uh, Vega. I don't know if any of you know what that little car is, but it's like a two door or something. And I used to be like, where did this guy come from? And he would stay in this this blue Vega, and right on the street um, outside of our townhome or whatever. And all of us, the neighbors in my neighborhood, like we all knew each other. We all hung out and we would always see this guy here. And uh, he was always hanging out. He would drink beer from time to time. Um, we seen him. He would go to a neighbor's house, maybe shower or something every once in a while. And but I was like, Mom, where did this guy come from? Because you would see his car there one day and see it there the next or whatever. Anyways, this guy ended up uh, my mother you know, with a big heart, say, you know what, let him come. She allowed him to stay with us. And I think eventually she kind of kicked him out because he was like stealing meat. Like he would, he would, <laughs> he would steal food and uh, hide it in a downstairs closet. Like she would go in there and he, he become, he was like a pack rat. And so he would hide like canned goods. And she was like, I know I, I could have sworn I just bought some stuff. And uh, he would hide things in the closet. So my mom eventually got tired of that, that behavior and just was noticing. She was like, man, you got access to all this water. You ain't showering. Right. And uh, so but he stayed with us for for quite some time. You know, what I mean. So what is your brand saying to people? This guy, uh, his brand was showing us that he wasn't clean. His brand was showing us that um, he wasn't. Uh, it, it was just a lot of dysfunction going on. That was his brand, you know. Um, we didn't really know much about his family structure and all that kind of stuff. So the struggle with this man was real. So eventually we had to kick him out. So what is your brand to people? You know, is saying to people. And one of the things I just want to say, there's a reason why there's so much repetition with that. Hopefully it'll spark some within you that you really do some self-reflecting. Uh, because some people won't listen to you because you haven't earned their time. You haven't earned any time on their schedule. 
Um, if people know you from your past, this this is real simple. If people know you from your past, for somebody who just um, spends up their money, they're not really good with finance. They're going to be pretty reluctant to, to loan you some money or or fund your idea. Say you come up with an excellent idea that that will potentially make a lot of money. But if they know your character, if they know your brand, your brand says that soon as you get some money, you buying clothes with it, you buying some cars, you 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 are spending it frivolously. You're, you're going on vacations and you're not doing anything with smart investing. The moment you start to get serious about life, the people that you wanted to invest in your dreams or whatever, they see your brand as somebody who is irresponsible. They're not going to want to give you no no funds to back up um, your ideas or, or inventions or anything like that. So I'm going to be honest. Those folks, they feel that you haven't earned their time because their time is precious. And and so, look, when I was younger, my brand, um, when I was younger, <laughs> my family used to always ask me, why was I always dressed up? Why did I have on a shirt and tie, a blazer, jeans, dress shoes, when everyone else was like in T-shirts and jeans and sneakers? My reply was the same. It's my comfort level. I didn't know back then I started branding myself as someone who looked important, as someone who took care of business and someone who took out, uh, stood out in the crowd. I dressed like that because even though I didn't have a lot of money, it was like, man, dressing nice made me feel good. It just, you know, people look at you differently, right? So I was always with the smell goods. Like I always didn't have my cologne on, my hygiene stayed on point. And if I could afford the nice clothes, I bought the nice clothes. Or what I would do is do my best to put a nice outfit together with whatever I, I could put together for the clothes that I had. And sometimes they spoke, people spoke on the way I was dressing because it made them uncomfortable because they didn't take any pride in their appearance. You know what I mean? So what was my brand saying to people? It just said I was an important person, or at least I value myself enough to dress the part. Now, am I rich? Am I, I'm, I'm on my way to do some great things and I'm a faith till I make it. So when people see me for years and another reason um, for years, they was like this, this young man has money or he knows what to do with the money that he has. So if I had to go to certain people for some kind of investment or a loan when I was younger, all those kind of things, because people knew my character and they knew how I carried myself, what I felt like I was doing as branding myself, they were like, oh, OK, he's trustworthy. We can trust this guy. Right. So um, I had a uh, I heard a friend recently say, check this out. I thought this was an amazing idea. And I actually used this. Um, I had a friend say that when he went to job interviews, he would purposely put cologne on his hands so that after the interview, he left a part of him with the person he was interviewed by. So check this out. Um, I'm a trucker by trade and I, I've probably spoke on this many times at other podcasts, but when I went to uh, uh, UPS, I went to UPS and uh, 
I went in there and I had just put on oils, like I wear a certain oil. So I had on like some Chrome Legend. It smells really, really good. But when you first put it on, it's very potent. It dies off after about, I don't know, it becomes a little bit more subtle after about uh, five or 10, about say 10 minutes. But I had forgot and I put, you know, a couple swirls on my hands and I put it on my, my, my person and then I went into the job interview. And so I'm in this interview at UPS and uh, the lady was like, my goodness, all I would hear is like, ooh, that smells really good. And so a brother had came from around the corner and uh, he shook my hand and he said, man, that's strong. He said, boy, why you put on so much cologne? And I say, uh, well, I said, well, I just put it on. So I said, I promise the next time you see me, don't worry about it. But he had shook my hand. Right. And he said, man, your cologne is lighting up this whole office. And I was like, oh, my bad. I won't, I won't do that again. Right. So I had to go take the uh, the drug test. I came back and the same man came back around the corner. Now, I didn't reapply any cologne. But what was funny was he said, man, I had to come find you. I said, what happened? He says, when I went in my office, he said, I kept trying to figure out why I kept smelling you like not in a negative way. He says not that the cologne smells bad. He said it actually smells really good. But at first it seemed overpowering. And I kept trying to figure out why I kept smelling you in my office. He said, have my office smelling good. He said, uh, what cologne is that? I said, Chrome Legend. He said, I might have to get me some. He said, but what happened was, he said, man, I, I looked down. And I was like, wait a minute. This stuff is on my hands. No wonder. So I used that same advice that a friend uh, had gave me. And I, it actually worked because the next time the man seen me and he was telling me that story about how the cologne was lingering, he couldn't even smell the cologne on me. Um, standing where he was standing from as we were talking, he was like, oh yeah, I don't smell it like I was smelling it before. And so when I came in and he seen me, I was dressed nice, smelling good and all that stuff, that stayed with him. So even when I got the job, he was always uh, very nice to me when I would run into him. You know, so my brand was just, you know, part of my brand was that I smelled good, I dressed good, I was very cordial and polite. So I'm gonna tell you something. Perception is everything in the marketplace. For example, if I'm showing up late to work or school, but I demand people to take me seriously, what perceptions are you leaving with people? Am I hanging out with people at the water fountain that are always late, disruptive or rude? You know what I mean? Am I complaining? And I don't, you know, um, and I don't see anything good. And showing up early to work or to school, um, that you know, complain about I'm not being paid enough or how is this gonna help me? You know what I mean? In class, whatever. People are noticing what your brand is. Am I complacent? Do I get complacent once I achieve a goal? What what is my brand saying to people? Because this is one of the things that I'm realizing. People are going to watch you whether you know it or believe it or not. Somebody's watching you. Somebody is honest to God watching you, whether it's your boss, um, very reluctant to give you a promotion because you do show up late or you, you do just enough. Sometimes the reason why you're not moving up in a job 
is by your own doing. It has nothing to do with company cutbacks. Sometimes, I'm not saying that's the case every time, but sometimes you're messing up your own self and you have no time. I mean, serious, time is precious, man. You have literally no time to continue to waste away doing the same stuff you've been doing all this other time. I will say this. If your brand is consistent, the right people will notice it. If, if it's positively consistent, for example, if people see you, you're always showing up to work on time. Somebody's going to appreciate that, whether it's inside your job or outside your job. Because because if you're consistent in your character, in your branding, how you present yourself, perception, right? Somebody's going to be watching that from afar. And say you had that real crummy job. And you're like, man, I want a promotion. I want this. I want that. And you're giving your best. What's going to happen? You may run into somebody who sees your hard work and your character from a simple conversation or how you carry yourself and they offer you a job. I was um, I was doing Lyft one time and uh, in the midst of me doing Lyft and, and forgive me if I'm uh, <laughs> if I'm yelling at you guys, I'm still trying to push past this uh, this throat thing <clears throat> like a cold or whatever. But I was doing Lyft and um just having a conversation with a gentleman in the backseat. And this guy was like, yeah, me and my company, what we do is uh, when he has an elite team of people that's trained to say sell cars. And so I had this guy for about 45 minutes to an hour worth of drive. And if that and um, him and I were having a conversation and he said, we are an elite team of guys who go into these car lots uh, these big time car lots that are down in sales. And when they're down in sales, what my team does is we go and we boost sales for them. We get a pretty good commission and they fly us out all over the place and we get their sales up and then we go to the next one. We stay there for, I don't know, sometimes three weeks to a month or whatever, a little bit longer. Sometimes it depends, but they get their sales up for the company. They, they train some of their guys. And then they go on to the next one and they make really, really good money doing it. So the guy, um, by the time him and I were finished, I get him to the airport because he was flying out. He said, man, have you ever thought about selling cars? And I was like, uh, yeah, to be honest with you, you know, I've sold vacuum cleaners, and, you know, door to door salesman. I've done this with network marketing and I'm, I'm telling him all of this that, and the third. But what he did was he says, you know what? Not only do that's cool and everything. He said, but I like you. You're a good dude. And I was like, thanks, man. Like we ain't even known each other that long. And he just really liked my personality and my character. So my brand was shining through so much that this guy offered me a job. Um, and he was like, man, I won't be back to this side for some months. But when I come back, you know, stay in contact. Well, needless to say, that was all talk because I sure did reach out to that guy and I didn't get that job. But what he was saying, and it wasn't to boost my head or anything, but he was saying that I like your brand. I like how you carry yourself. So I'm going to tell you something. Perception is everything in the marketplace. You know, um, we have to not be complacent with doing the same stuff. Like, I can't stress that, stress that enough. I went to a party recently 
And this is no shade on anybody, relatives, friends, nothing. I went to a party recently and I, I really did ask myself while I was at this party. I felt completely out of place. Um, it was a it was a great celebration. But I'm, I'm standing there and there were moments where I wasn't even talking to people. I was just observing. And I was standing there and I noticed the same stuff. I, I noticed that people were doing the same thing. And, and I was like, man, it, it made me feel kind of uncomfortable because I was like, what are you celebrating? In a sense, not saying I'm trying to be judgmental. I'm saying I've been seeing the same behavior from the certain friends or certain family for like since I was a kid from the generations before us. And it got us nowhere. And I'm not saying you're not supposed to celebrate every once in a while. But what I was noticing was that exact same pattern that I've been watching for 30 plus years is is still right before my face. And so I end up leaving a party early. Um, part of it, I had to go to church the next day. The second part was. I just want so much more out of life. And I said, man, sometimes I'm just going to have to make that sacrifice like I've been doing and not go to parties and not interact. And it's nothing against anybody. Everybody's going to live their life and have their journey. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm getting to a place where I'm outgrowing some things and I need to make that change. I need to be okay with making that change. And um, it, it was kind of disappointing and disheartening because it's the same stuff. And I'm not saying people aren't working. I'm not saying people aren't taking care of themselves and having decent jobs. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm seeing a certain a, a same certain pattern of behaviors that that it's like, you know, I was there once. That's why I can't judge. But what I'm saying is I realize as I'm continually cultivating my gifts, um, gifts of speaking, writing, um, acting, whatever it is that I'm, I'm uh, doing, I'm building my brand. And sometimes the old patterns of behaviors do not belong. Like facts, your old pattern of doing things do not belong in your new way of thinking. And so it was necessary for me to leave a little early because it just was like not fitting in my mindset on what I do on a daily basis. I get around certain old patterns, old people, old perceptions. And I'm like, uh, all right, it's time to go and love everybody. You know, what I mean, I, I have a very loving and giving heart. Ask anybody. But at a certain point, I'm like, I need to change up some things. And if that means I got to be alone while I build my brand, so what? I'm going to be alone. So hopefully this helps somebody. What is your brand saying to people? Because uh, perception is everything in a marketplace. Perception is everything, especially if you're trying to start a business, especially if you're trying to get the best grades in school. Like you're going to hang out with the people who feed whatever's inside of you. So if you're no good, trust me, you're going to attract no good people. But if you're about business, those doors will eventually open. Just continue to do what you're supposed to do because your brand says so much about who you are. It says everything about who you are. So this is Kate Steele. Words of wisdom. Um, you can reach me on Facebook at Kendrick Steele, like standing still. Be still and know that you have purpose, right? So Kendrick Still on Facebook for more encouraging words, videos um, of my thoughts and things of that nature or Creative Ambition on Instagram, C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M 
B-I-T-I-O-N. Ambition means desires. And when you don't have that desire, sometimes you got to create it. So that's creative ambition. That's me. So uh, hit your boy back. Let me know what you think. Talk to you soon. Peace.